0: Hello, Red Wave CNC Fresno State Football Factory. Back at it with a preview for the Hawaii game this Saturday. If you want to listen to the UNLV recap, go hit that up uh, tomorrow. We have a get to know Hawaii episode coming out. Um, if you've been following Bear Bulldogs, you've kind of been seeing how this is going. You have. Uh, recap preview and then a little get to know. But Caleb and I are here today to just talk about Hawaii our preview. Caleb, general feelings going into this game. Go.
1: Well, feeling pretty good. Uh Fresno State coming off a victory, I'll be a close victory. Um <laughs> a win is a win, got to go one and know every week. Uh, so we're, you know, sticking with that mantra. Uh, Fresno State moving up in the polls, now ranked number uh, 18 in uh, the AP poll, which right. has, you know, highest that uh, you know Fresno State's been in a while, um, and hopefully we'll keep climbing. So, um, you know, like we mentioned in the last episode, um, you know, I think our tar- the target on Fresno State's back is kind of growing, and um, I think that every conference opponent now will be you know wanting to be the one to you know knock off. <laughs> ranked Fresno State Bulldogs. So uh, feeling good. I feel like, uh, you know, offense is clicking.
0: Um, but, yeah, we'll see you know, what happens against the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. A little bit about Hawaii and their past five games. They went to the Rose Bowl, like we did, and lost 44-10 to to UCLA. They beat Portland State 49-35. Went to Oregon State, lost 45-27 lost to San Jose State 17-13 in a wild one and then went to New Mexico State and won 41-21 so they are currently 2 and 3 two wins against Portland State and New Mexico State I watched the highlights to the San Jose State game um it, it was very interesting it's it's been hard to get a feeling for this Hawaii team right now but from what I hear there is optimism in Hawaii, they like what they're seeing, um, and this is k- going to be their kind of judgment game to kind of place them in the right direction or the other direction. So, it, because they Hawaii, they're not the biggest fans of Fresno State. <laughs> I
1: you mean, know, they, I mean, I think you know historically, I think it was somewhat of a rivalry. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. how much uh, you know Fresno State fans remember the NCAA. You know, video games back in the day, but I I have a memory that it always listed Fresno State's rival as Hawaii. It was like Hawaii and San Jose State, and I always remember. I was like, I don't feel like Hawaii is a rival; like they're so far away. But uh, yeah, I think that you know Fresno State has played Hawaii a lot of times over the years. Looks like this can be our fifty-fourth meeting. Um, So yeah, I mean, it should be interesting to see how the teams
0: uh, teams duke it out. I think it's hard to, for Hawaii to have a rival because they're so far away from everybody. <laughs> and I think that that they really tried. I who there's a you know, this legend of a screwdriver being thrown out down onto the field at a Hawaii coach. I think it I think it was Jones. Uh but anyways, but nobody knows if it was actually thrown in thrown at them or if it fell from somebody's pocket or you know, if it was the team trainer or whatnot but uh, that's when the student section was right behind the away team. <laughs>
1: the okay. Oh, so, so there's a legend that a Fresno state fan through the screwdriver.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. interesting. Okay. And I'm, I'm sure this was way before TSA and crazy, <laughs> crazy security, <laughs> but yeah. So there's, there's this rivalry that goes on between Hawaii and Fresno. Uh, so You know, not only are we number 18, one of the best teams in the Mountain West with this big target on our back, but we are also uh, a rival to the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. So when we talk about rivalry games, you never know what can happen and what you're going to get.
1: Yeah. And, you know, think about Hawaii historically. You know, they always seem to have a strong offense. Um, You know, they like to run, you know, tempo, a lot of plays, you know, throw the ball around. and, you know, that can always be dangerous, especially games, you know, on the islands in Hawaii. It seems like there's weird stuff can happen in those games. I mean, you know, they are late kickoffs. I know it's, you know, not a late game there, local in Hawaii, but, you know, late kickoff game, you know, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and yeah, it just seems like you know, weird stuff can happen <laughs> in
0: games in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, some players that you should know, Chavon Cordero. I don't know if I got that first name right, but he's their quarterback. He is the quarterback. He was the quarterback at a high school that Tua went to. His brother went to uh, Marcus Mariota went to. So he's, you know, in this quarterback tree from this uh, high school and he's good. And they smoked us last. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say smoked, but they beat us last year Uh, and he, he looked good and he beat us on the ground. So I'm. He hasn't done a whole lot of running, but I'm looking. I'm. I'm going to be expecting to see a lot of RPO stuff from Hawaii and Cordell running the ball. Yeah, and I think
1: if if Hawaii is smart, I if I'm them, I'm definitely putting in a lot of quarterback running plays, RPO style plays to. Get their quarterback in space and give them the opportunity to run. Uh, it seems like that's kind of one of the Fresno State's weaknesses. Is once the quarterback gets outside the tackles, you know, are we able to keep containment and you know, make an open field tackle? Um, so yeah, uh, you know, Cordero ran all over us last year. Albeit it was our first game of the year, uh, the COVID year with very limited practice. So. Um, you know, I kind of discount that a little bit. but yeah, He's definitely a dangerous quarterback um, and one of the better ones we've seen so far this year.
0: It's going to be a tall, tall task for the defense. So he's th- th- I go to the numbers. He's thrown seven touchdowns and six interceptions. So I, I don't know where he throw those in, inter- where he threw those interceptions. But I'm looking to see the Bulldogs have more than one interception <laughs> after this game. Uh, he's also been sacked 15 times. And with a D line like ours, I'm really looking to, to watch, looking forward to watching our D line go to work. Now I'm looking at rushing, uh, rushing stats and receiving stats. And when I watched the highlights against San Jose State, there was a name and this and the player that you can't miss because he's huge. And that stood out to me. His name's Nick Mardner. He's a wide receiver. He's six <laughs> six, and he leads the team in reception yards. And, he, and, and leads the team in receiving touchdowns. He's huge. It's going to be a quite the task to guard him, especially if they get into the red zone. If we have to stop an RPO or with the quarterback and the running back, and then we have the threat of throwing it up top to Nick Mardiner. <laughs> And then the the other player and a very fast player, his name is Calvin Turner. He's listed as a running back, but he lines up in the slot a lot. He plays wide receiver. He actually leads the team in receptions and that Calvin Turner Jr. and, And he actually rushes the ball as well. He's carried the ball 24 times out of the backfield. Yeah, for five tu- five rushing touchdowns. So that's, I think, their playmaker. They want to see him get the ball. So those are two players to look out for, Nick Mardner and Calvin Turner Jr.
1: All right. Yeah, we got to see how Fresno State defense can contain. Um, it kind of seems like, you know, our offense is, Fresno State's offense is going to be able to put a lot of points on the board. Is the defense going to be able to hang on um, and make sure you know, we can keep the opponent uh, under control?
0: Yeah, it's going to be a good test. Like you said, for defense, especially after this UNLV game, I I want to see our defense step up. Uh, I mean, we've been praising our defense all year long about how they've been so good against the run. Um, I know this screen stuff kind of threw us off guard, but we gave up a ton to UNLV. So I, I think this is kind of a comeback game for Fresno state defense and they bring the juice because we haven't got there yet, but they're going to have to. Uh, and and their offense just from getting beat last year, and they want to play a better game after uh, the UNLV game. I agree. Yeah, hopefully the team is fired up and you know wanting some redemption,
1: you know, from what Hawaii did last season opening our season and, you know, just kind of bouncing back, you know, like you said, after the last game. Uh, so hopefully the team is fired up and, you know, is able to start fast. I feel like we mention this every week, but <laughs> the offense just needs to start fast. Just be able to start with a touchdown is so crucial just to get, get the momentum going the right direction. And uh, yeah, just seeing if, you know, our defensive line can you know create the pressure that we know it can. Uh, it seems like, Hawaii might be susceptible to that. So, um, yeah, kind of licking our chops to see. Hopefully,
0: we can get, you know, Aaron Mosby another uh, another sack fumble. Mm -hmm. There's some things that will be repeated every preview. And right now, it's going to be, we want to start fast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, one thing that I think about, and I get jealous every time, and I do not envy, do not envy. But when you are able to wake up on a Saturday morning, football's already started you're on the beach in Hawaii and you have a game in Hawaii. I mean, you can't go, but, uh, there's, there's football, college football, and you're on the beach in Hawaii, man, that sounds good. <laughs> yep. So nice. Um, about their stadium. Okay. So there is no one in the stadium for this game. No one, they are not allowing parents even to be in this game and watch, uh, I don't know about media. I don't know well, I don't know how they're gonna make money other than fr- through the TV, but uh, and, and it's a big thing. Uh, you guys will hear about it uh, from our uh, guests talking Hawaii football. but I, I think they could have beat San Jose State if they had a crowd. they would have won. It was a close game the, that makes a big difference. But there's no one in the crowd. They are also playing in a new stadium. So Aloha Stadium is not a thing anymore their big stadium that the pro bowl was in and the government owns that. This is for everybody. They own that. And the government said, no, uh, no more. Nobody's playing in it. So what Hawaii did is they fundraised and got a bunch of money and put bleachers around their field on campus. Uh, so they got a little on-campus field now that no one can go to. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. So Hawaii won't have any, or not, they'll have limited home field advantage, uh, definitely, you know, not aided by a crowd at all. And, you know, like we mentioned in you know, the last recap, you know, having home field advantage with a full stadium, you know, can make a big difference for, you know, your defense making plays. And that really helped Fresno state out last game. So, um, yeah, kind of a neutralizer and a little bit of a flashback to last season where, uh, you know, COVID took out all the fans from the stadiums. And, um, yeah, we'll see, you know, if that makes any impact on, you know, the Fresno State team. Obviously, Hawaii's kind of used to it because, you know, their home games have
0: they haven't had anyone in the stands. But this is going to be different for, uh,
1: for Fresno State.
0: I definitely think it's a plus for our offense. It's going to be so easy to communicate or should be so easy to communicate. Uh, it's a plus for both off offenses, and then when it comes to our defense, uh, you know, the, I think it's going to be they bring the juice, like they like Cochins Inge says, and they were preaching that all year long last year. I mean, they're used to this. I mean, Hawaii is used to it too, more of the more so than anyone in the nation. But but uh, I I don't think it's going to affect our defense much, and I think it's going to be even better for our offense which is already very good.
1: Yeah, so one uh, kind of interesting factor coming in I know it was mentioned in uh, the coaches press conference uh, this week leading up to the game was uh, that the wind and the expected weather at the stadium, I guess you know 15 to 20 mile per hour wind at least is what's expected on game day. So uh, how do you think that's going to impact uh, the passing games?
0: I don't think, I don't think it will. With Jay Haner coming from uh, uh, Washington, and, and he throws he throws it hard, so I don't think it's gonna uh, affect it too much. And uh, yeah, I, I if we can open up the hole and get an early this, <laughs> I sound like a broken record because I feel like I just said this against UNLV. We can get to an early re- lead. All we have to do is run the ball, and then it there'll be no factor at all.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm kind of looking at it, you know, from the defensive side. And, you know, that might be what kind of forces Hawaii into running the ball more, which, um, mm. you know, last game, Fresno State really didn't stop uh, Charles Williams, and especially a running quarterback. So that could, you know, kind of hurt the Bulldogs a little bit if you know, Hawaii turns more to the run game and you know, our defense isn't able to you know, step up and take care of it. So, yeah, definitely something to you know, look out for.
0: So where is this game uh, being aired? Can I watch
1: it? Yeah, we got national broadcast CBS Sports Network, um, so that's good. You know, should be more uh, widely available than our uh, hated Factful network <laughs> experience. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, definitely it's available on TV and then also over the air, uh, radio, Bulldog Sports Network with uh, Paul, Coach Hill, and Cameron Worrell. Uh, so definitely recommend listening to that. You know, those guys just have great. Uh, coverage and analysis on everything that's happening so definitely recommend that uh, tune into you know fox sports 1340 or iheart radio
0: yeah i will be well it's 8 8 p.m be getting ready for bed listening to the radio probably
1: so <laughs> yeah definitely a late late kick for most of everyone outside of the hawaiian islands so yeah, yeah. you're Gonna be done with dinner and getting ready for bed. And oh yeah, our game hasn't even started yet.
0: <laughs> uh, currently, Vegas has us ten point favorites. Do you think that's reasonable? Do you think it should be more, less? What are you? What do you think on that?
1: At this point, I think it is reasonable. Um, you know, I think that based off of last game's performance, I don't think the dogs really warrant you know any more of uh, an advantage at least in the eye of eyes of the, the, the sports betting world. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's appropriate. I mean, I, I think uh, and we'll get to our predictions. But, yeah, I think that you know, Fresno State should cover that pretty easily.
0: Mm-hmm. Over under 62 and a half. Uh, I wonder, well, Fresno State is 4-1 and one against the spread, and that one is uh, UNLV. <laughs> uh, but over under, I don't have the record for the over under, but sixty two and a half. I, knowing uh, how all these games have gone, I'd, I'd probably take the over. No. <laughs> so, uh, what is your prediction for this game? Can we you, can we get a score prediction from you?
1: All right, I think that I think going forward, my just general key for Fresno State is they need to score at least forty points every game. <laughs> Because, you know, I think we like our defense. We like what our defense can do. But we don't always <laughs> – we yeah. aren't always able to just follow through how, how we want them to. So, I think if we score 40 points every game, we should win every game. Um, so, yeah, final score, I'm looking, you know, 42 to 24. So, yeah, I think the okay. dogs
0: win by, you know, 18. That's actually very close to mine. Uh, I'm going with 42-21. Okay. <laughs> so I I felt the same way. I was looking at our defense. Uh, UNLV. We gave up 30 points. UCLA 37. Oregon 31. So we 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 have to score. Uh, unfortunately, as much as like you said, as much as we love our defense, we we have to we have to put up big numbers still. Uh, and, and then Hawaii. Uh, they only gave up 17 to San Jose State, but uh, 21 against New Mexico State, 45 to Oregon State, 35 to Portland State, and 44 to UCLA. So I only see this game going one way, and that's, well, maybe, yeah, one way, and that's the dog scoring a lot of points.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, you know, my key to the game, I think I'm going to kind of be contrary to what you were saying about, you know, running, you know, use the run to set up the pass. I uh, think we just need to go all in. You know, just air raid passing attack. Uh I mean, you know, that's what's been working for this offense. And, you know, use the passing attack to set up the run. Um, You know, if, you know, the defense is worried about, you know, 10 to 20 yard chunk plays to Josh Kelly and Jalen Cropper, I think that, you know, would open up the running game. Obviously, I'm not a coach and I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But uh, I think we we need to uh, just attack with our strength. And, you know, if our passing game is working, let's, let's go with it.
0: I think that's really smart because we because we watched UCLA and I think we opened up our running game by establishing our dominance in the air. Uh, I would like to see us go old school, Pat Hill, line it up and smash mouth with Ronnie and Jordan. Uh, just and, and this is very selfish of me, but I just want to know that we can line up and still hit people in the mouth Because UNLV, I felt that we got punched really hard in the mouth and it took us way too long to punch back. So I want to see our own line go out there and hit hit somebody, punch them in the mouth and keep going. Uh, And of course, I like to see Hayner throw for, you know, five touchdowns again. Of course, we all want that. And that's really exciting. But I would love to see Ronnie Rivers, you know, run the ball 20 times for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. So that's not good. Is that my key to the game? I guess I'm going to have to stick with that. <laughs> 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 but you know, it should be a fun game. Um, like get to stay up late. I, my wife can't send me in the bed right at eight 30 uh, for my bedtime. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you follow, if you don't follow us, you need to go follow us. Go on Twitter and Instagram or uh on Twitter at beware CSUF. It's not FSU at beware CSUF. And we're on Instagram at beware of Bulldogs podcast. Interact with us on there. And then some fun news. I, we have set up a voicemail that you can interact with us on, but what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to go on Twitter. Okay. And I, I put up a tweet. I'm going to read it for you. Right now. And that is, you're going to go to speakpipe, speakpipe.com backslash beware of Bulldogs. And you can leave us a voicemail with your recap and your reactions from the Fresno State Hawaii game. And then we could, we get to actually hear you and then respond. So it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Definitely looking forward to some uh, interaction with more uh, Bulldog fans. I know that's, you know, a lot of the fun of being a fan and, you know, even you know, hosting the show is, you know, we definitely want to know what other Fresno State fans think and feel about the game. Uh, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to see what, what comes of
0: this. Well, Red Wave, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Beware of Bulldogs. We'll see you against Nevada. Remember, stay healthy, stay safe. And as always, go do dogs. Go